We're back again. Jonathan Fox here with the It's John Fox Show. So glad you came along on the journey, the madness, the creativity, the brilliance that is the It's John Fox Show. So, uh, yeah, we, we're rocking and rolling around today. I am um, sipping on some coffee. Hopefully you're having a good week. Uh, podcast is recorded on Fridays. When it gets uploaded, I, I don't know. We're just... Uh, we're just going nuts, going crazy, doing all kinds of stuff. So we just went to the doctor. We had Rowan a uh, little checkup time. So he's snoozing right now, which means podcast time. And so hopefully you're doing well and you are ready for, I don't know, a good half hour full of just ramblings that hopefully will be an addition to your life in some capacity. If not, um, we'll give it another go next week. Uh, so that's the beauty of a weekly podcast is you can give me another week to try and figure it all out. I do have some really cool stuff happening, though. Um, I want to plug Wotown Creative. Now, this is the brand I launched at the beginning of the year. The idea, of course, was, wasn't really anything over the top. It was, I just really love designing, um... I'm phasing a lot of, of that out uh, with Move Church because that's been the primary place I've done a lot of that, which has been great and has been fun. I love it. Uh, but to focus my attention more specifically to other things, um, I'm getting to places where that kind of stuff can be done by others. And this gives me the opportunity to continue to scratch that itch uh, of design. And specifically, I love t-shirts. Man, I don't know what it is, but a good designed, a well-designed t-shirt is, is amazing to me. And I'm a sucker for a well-designed t-shirt. In fact, I want to say that I spent over like $120,000 on t-shirts last year. I'm kidding. That has not happened. That is not a real number, I don't think. No, I just, like I was at H&M, this was a few weeks back, and me and Jennifer were shopping, and um, and I do like to shop. Ladies, I can shop till I drop. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I can find the deals. You know, you, some of you ladies may pride yourself on being like Mr. and Mrs. Uh, or Mrs. Coupon, Coupon, Mrs. Coupon, but I can find the deals. I mean, I can walk out of a store and have, you know, you know eight articles of clothing and only spent like $40. Um, but I was at H&M. I had bought. I had some joggers, some black joggers in my hand, and I was like, "What could I wear with this?" And I went over the the this sales rack, and I saw this T-shirt, and it had like longitude and latitude on it, and it had a few little phrases on it. But the design on it was just sick. It, it was just it would look. It was so clean. It looked real good, and I'm a sucker for that. So of course, I mean, it was like five dollar shirt. I was like, "There's no reason. You give me a reason why I shouldn't buy this. It was my size. It's five bucks, and it's a cool design. I'm buying it." I say all that to say that Wotown Creative is my opportunity to kind of express design on clothing. They have all kinds of options through my printer, things like uh, book bags to pillows and all that kind of stuff. But I'm mainly interested in like hats, like clothing and apparel is basically what I'm thinking. And I may try to do a backpack before too long and some other stuff as well. But mainly I'm doing shirts. And what has been fun here recently is I can design something for someone and then they can use 
that design is a means to raise funds for something. And that has been really fun here recently. The first thing that I did was for my friend, Trace Kennedy. He was going on a missions trip to Germany, and so I, ha- I made him this shirt that said Freiheit on the front of it, which is the German word for freedom or liberty. And uh, I put it on this shirt. It had a few different colors, and it was a means for him to... Um, you know, to fundraise and uh, give somebody a shirt with something meaningful on it and then, of course, give money toward the trip. And so I've done applied that now to a second project uh, where we I've hooked up with a couple from our church. Uh, one of them is from Haiti, and they were wanting to send a few kids back to school uh, in Haiti. Going to school is a very um, difficult thing to do. If you don't have the money, you just don't go. And a lot of the families, especially after the um, the last earthquake and a lot of the um, the issues that they've had down there in poverty, it's very difficult for a lot of these kids to go to school unless they get outside help. So they wanted to help sponsor some kids to go to school this fall. And I just told him, I was like, what if, what if I designed a shirt uh, to help with the, um, the process? You know, they buy the shirt, I'll give you all the proceeds, and, you know, we'll, we'll help some kids go to school. I, just, I, I think it's awesome, you know. Uh, to me, it was even more meaningful in the idea that you're creating something that reminds you of that versus just giving money to something. Um, and, of course, you know, everybody likes getting something when they give out. I mean, it's, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing all the time. Uh, if you're always giving to get something, I think that's obviously uh, not healthy. But, you know, if you're saying, hey, buy this thing, and you're helping this thing, that, that just encourages people. You know, I think uh, they, they're, they're invested, right? So we created this Haiti shirt, Haiti-inspired shirt. Uh, it has the phrase, Jesus is hope, uh, and like a Haitian Creole, I believe, is the, the I, I can't remember exactly how you phrase what their language is, um, but um, my buddy from Haiti, he's the one that gave me the uh, phrase. He was like, I want to build it around this. So I created a design. You can actually go to Wotown.store right now and buy that shirt for like 21 bucks, and every bit of the proceeds go to help um, to help send these kids to school. And so very exciting, and there's already a couple of things up on Facebook and on Instagram, I believe, on Wotown Creative where you can see kind of what's going on. I'm about to post something else on Wotown Creative here soon just to kind of give everybody a reminder that we're closing in on uh, the kind of the time to get those orders in. Of course, if you order from the website, you you pay the money there, all that stuff gets handled, and you'll get a shirt within seven days, okay? So they do. my printer does a really good job of making sure that everybody gets their order in in a timely fashion and gets the order out. So uh, But some, cr- some cool things coming up. So if you haven't bought a Haiti shirt, buy one because you'll, you'll help real people. You know, it's not just, oh, maybe, and, and I'm, what I'm gonna, what's going to be fun is to come back and show the people that, that have, have been supported and helped through this. It'll be real fun. Um, another one of the shirts that we're going to do is we're going to do a shirt for Brother Brian Mission in downtown Birmingham. I was actually just there last night with some of my pals, Charles Posey and Keeley Fortner. We went down there, and I spoke um, and just really in trying to challenge and encourage these guys as they're in the middle of recovery uh, from substance abuse. And um, we're going to do a design around the number five. The reason is because Brother Brian is based on five pillar ideas, beliefs, and vision for these guys' life. 
uh, a life with Christ, uh, re-entering society as a contributor to society with, through a job, finding stable housing, reconnecting to their family in a, in a healthy way, and then, of course, being a part of a local church. So they have this really powerful five-pillar um, vision. And I was telling the executive director, I was like, you know, I really want more people to know about the mission and support through prayer, through finances, through serving. Um, and so I told him, I was like, if it was cool with y'all, I'm going to design a shirt and then all the proceeds go to Brother Brian Mission, but even help just to help raise awareness. So be on the lookout for that shirt. We're going to do something around the design of five. And I might do three different designs around that number and really just use that number as a way to communicate what they're trying to help these guys get back into. So really cool, lots of vision there for that mission, and absolutely love 100% what they're doing. I believe in it. I've seen it work. Um, They're completely different than any other recovery program I have ever seen, and I've been around many, been involved with many. Um, And what I would tell you as far as a I would stack them against any recovery in the state of Alabama. Like, they are an amazing group of staff members there. Um, So even if you're listening to the podcast, uh, check out Brother Brian Mission and and just support them in prayer, support their staff in prayer. To be tenderhearted towards these guys um, is a great endeavor. I mean, to constantly want them... To, to advance when you're having to fight through emotional, spiritual, mental, and even physical issues. It's just a really, really, really cool thing they're doing down there, and I applaud their efforts and, 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 and I'm a part as much as I can be to what they're doing down there. So super excited about that design coming out. And then I was talking to my oldest, Kingston, the other day, and he had made a statement about uh, wanting to earn some extra money. And I said, well, I've got an idea. If you want to earn some extra money, what if we did a kid's clothing line, like a five-shirt, five-design shirt collection, um, and you will help me with the designs, and then I'll, you know, we'll, we'll kind of split the money up, And because I'm trying to teach him some stuff about money. And I said, you know, you help me come up with the designs, Whatever money you get in, I'll give you a certain percentage of it, and then we're going to, you know, I'm going to show you what you need to do with that money, some things you need to do with that money. So we're talking about giving, we're talking about saving, and we're talking about spending. And so I said, what would the name of the T-shirt line be called? And he said, can we call it the Crazy Kids? And I said, sure. So uh, we're going to come out with a five-design collection um, in process right now. I've got two ideas. Um... Kingston's ideas are not feasible for me as a designer. I, I mean, like, I'd have to be an artist beyond compare to pull off some of the stuff Kingston wants, so we're trying to simplify some of his ideas. But two of the ideas I think we can make work fairly easily, and some of them will be super, um, super, I don't know, I, I don't like to use the word cute, but they'll be very, very kid-like. We're going to do one shirt that just says the crazy kids on it, and it'll have a design around it. And then the rest of them will have some kind of more purposeful design. Uh, we're looking at one that, that is themed around the word wild, uh, one that's themed around the word crazy. So we're going to try to do like words like that and theme them and then kind of do a design from that. So Kingston's going to help me with that. And so that should be pretty fun. And so be on the lookout for that. And if you know anybody that has kids, we're going to probably try to figure out 
I'm going to obviously I'm going to give a percentage to Kingston for helping me do it. But I told him that uh, it would be cool to be able to donate that those proceeds to someone. So let him get a percentage of it, or, and we'll work on our money stuff. But what could who could we give uh, these proceeds to to really help out? And so uh, we're looking at some places that we might be able to do that are kid friendly, and maybe you know support something like that. So that'd be fun. And so yeah, be on the lookout, Wotown.store. If you've never been to the store before, go there and check it out. Let people know about it. It would be great, um, you know, just to see those designs get out there. I have a bunch of really cool people that have been supporting and doing different things like that. So that's been pretty cool. Just to watch people support the brand and family support the brand and stuff like that. If you know anybody that uh, you know you can point towards the site, I actually cool story real quick about Wotown that happened. I was at a conference two weeks ago, and this guy came up to me, and he's like, man, I've seen you, I've seen you several times at your conference, and I've seen your shirt uh, today, and, and where can I, now this conference is, you know, a couple thousand, you know, maybe I was about 1,500 pastors at this conference, and this guy's like, um, you know, it might have been more than 1,500, it seemed like there was a lot more than that, I, that's why I was wondering, like, how did you see me, anyway, he, he noticed my shirt. He said, man, that shirt is so great. Where did you get that shirt? And I was like, I was wearing one of the Wotown cross shirts. Uh, If you look on the store and type in the word cross, you'll see it. It's one of the newer designs. And he he said, I just love that shirt, man. It's so awesome. And and I'd love to get one if you can tell me where you got it. I said, well, as a matter of fact, I designed this shirt. It's from my brand. You know, I had like a little little pride well up in me. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty awesome. And he was like, oh, awesome. He's like, can you tell me the website? And I was like, I sure can. So I told him the website. And that night, the, the dude went on there and bought two shirts, which was super cool. And so, so yeah. I mean, I felt my first out-of-state purchase, I felt uh, pretty gnarly. It's pretty rad. So uh, I don't know why I just turned into a Ninja Turtle right then. Pretty gnarly, brah. Let's go serve some pounders. Let me sip some coffee. All right, back on track. Well, a few things. Uh, we're not going to take a long time. I've, I've actually decided to cut what's trending completely out of what we do on this show because I'm just honestly, right now in my season of life, I'm just not interested in anything going on in politics. I may talk about stuff that's going on, but I'm not going to deal with what's trending um, section anymore, what's trending um, whatever I was calling it, spot or whatever. I'm also not going to be doing any breaks. I'm talking straight through. Whatever's in my brain uh, in these particular subsections is what's going to come out. I'm not editing this thing. We're just shooting right through it. All right? So I did want to tell you about a podcast that I have been really, really, first I've been encouraged by because of a lot of the personal stories that have come across it, but I've also been super intrigued by it because they get into some really good intellectual and somewhat philosophical conversations, which I love. I I love philosophy. Uh, I'm not good at it. (laughs) I'm not a good practicing philosopher, but I love listening to these ideas, these very deep thought ideas. Um, The podcast is called Unbelievable, and if you type it in, it's a a Christian-based, excuse me, podcast and this guy basically has different people on and they may debate on certain things and 
I've, I've listened to some debates between Christians and atheists, and I'll tell you one of the most one of the most enjoyable parts is that they are not fighting each other, but they're still arguing. Did you catch that? Like, it is possible to argue with somebody, um, have an argument, and not fight. It, that's possible. And we'll talk about this in the big thought here in just a little bit. But the, it's amazing to have two people in the room that can disagree with each other so strongly, yet can be polite, honoring, and leave the conversation mutually benefited. And I think we're in deep need of that in almost every area of our lives. We need it in politics. We need it in religion. We need it in relationships. We need it in the music industry. We need it in the sports industry. To be able to be able to have conversations that are meaningful means we have to learn how to argue without fighting. I think that is a a good phraseology for what we need in our lives. I see this so much in the church world. It's just people come around with different beliefs and and they have different ideas and you can't sit and talk about them without the other one getting so angry and so upset and so bothered by what you said that they start doing personal attacks. They start threatening each other and then it just turns into a fight. And I think we can I think we can learn how to argue without fighting. I think that would be good. But this unbelievable podcast is so good. So much good information. Um, I'll look in here real quick and see if I can't find the last episode. The last two episodes I've listened to have been very, very good. Um, I think there is a... There we go. Theistic... Theist... Debating the... I'm saying I'm sure I'm saying this wrong. Calum cosmological argument. Um, I listened to... I'm going to listen to that one today. Um, yesterday, I listened to Theistic Evolution, Biology, and Purpose, which was really good. Um, and then, let's see, where are the available episodes? Library shows. Unbelievable. And available episodes. There we go. Why is there something rather than nothing? Um, was an amazing one. Like, why isn't there? Why is there something here? And they talking about the difference between whether or not they believe that God is a reason for that, or if just the universe just exists. Very good, but again, very philosophical. Uh, if you like that kind of stuff, but then the one I listened to the other day, the theistic evolution. Uh, biology and purpose. Maybe you've even never heard that term, the uh, theistic evolution, the idea of evolution being inside the plan of God. Um, and again, as as I am with a lot of things, I'm not saying that that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying uh, go give it a listen. Information is good, and you know too much information can swell you up. Uh, too little information can make you look like an idiot. But if you if you are committed to growth, you have to have more information. The, the, the idea of, of even in our, like our belief system, if you're a Christian, revelation is the way forward. If you don't have a revelation of Christ, if you only know that, you, let's just say you think he has existed, and you think, you know, you know some things about him, but if there's no revelation, if there's not more information that brings you along in the process, then, you know, your faith ends up becoming just something that 
you can articulate, but not something you can live by. So information's imperative, like you need it. Um, you know, some people I know, they know a whole lot about God, but it's not that good. And some people, they don't know anything about God, and that's not good. But I know what I need to know to move forward, right? And so that might be something good for you to listen to. Really good podcast, really well put together. Great, great content as far as the people who come in there spend some great, good conversations. They're very respectful. I, I just love it. It's been really good. I listened to another one the other day. Uh, called The Big Conversation, and they have a few of those with very high-profile people in those particular worlds. Um, you should give it a listen. It's really, really, really good. I've got some tunage. We're going to talk about that. Some things you can be listening to on the music end, if you're interested, or at least some things I've been listening to this week. Usually on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I've got my earbuds in for about eight hours, and so I, I cannot listen to the same thing over and over again. Uh, my ears, are I treat them like taste buds. I don't want to eat chicken and and green beans every day for the rest of my life. I like exposure to different things. So I've got this uh, song by Shana Williams, uh, Shana Wilson Williams, um, that is so good. It's called Jesus is Alive. Go check out her album Everlasting. It came out this year. Um, I'm going to get you into some of it. Let me turn it up some. Get you on down some. I was pushing a push mower listening to that song. I look like a diva out there. I was like, oh yeah. Anyway, really good song. Her album's really good. A lot of really good songs on here. Um, but that song, I, I was just, I was jamming out the other day. So go check out uh, Shana Wilson Williams. Um, really, really, really good. Um, Jesus is Alive is the track I was just listening to. Um, I went old school because I've, I've, me and uh, a couple of my friends uh, at the at the church uh, at Move at that, uh, well, our pastoral team, uh, Trace and, and Demetrius, we've just been talking about cutting out different types of music, you know, and I'm a, I love pop. Um, I just, I can listen to pop music all day long. Yes. Guilty pleasure. But uh, to be honest with you, most pop songs are, um, are about sex or something similar. And it's not always the case, but a lot of times that's what you find. It's very sexualized and stuff like that. And you listen to that stuff long enough, it just is what it is. It, tra- it, it, it gets in your head, you know. And so we've been talking about like cutting out certain types of music and stuff like that. So I've been listening. Um, I don't mean that that means I should just be sitting listening to worship music all the time, but there are plenty of artists out there that are are doing great work that um, are still providing a a message that reinforces what you believe, uh, like that, that conviction, that heart, that 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 foresight toward who God is and how you want Him moving in your life, and so I, uh, I went back old school. I bought this album when I ended up, I had this huge relationship breakup with a group of friends. Like, I literally, I got kicked out of my friend's house uh, because I was saying that 
I wanted to live a different life than the life that we were living collectively, and I wanted my friends to to be with me on that. Like we said, we were Christians, and like let's let's live differently and let's do this. And it ended up that I I got chewed out by one of my friends, and he told me to leave his house. And all the other friends that were there took kind of took his side. And I remember leaving there that night. I went to Walmart uh, and I saw this album and I bought it. It was from the OC Supertones. Um, and the album uh, was called Revenge of the OC Supertones. And it is such a good album. Let me pull up. This one's my favorite. I was listening into your transmission. <laughs> With my reception So good Yeah, you need to be listening to that stuff, I promise It's good stuff But basically, I've been listening to that album on repeat Um, There are two songs that are the, The lyric stuff is real fun and stuff it's a it's, it, it's a ska band i mean they're going to be real lighthearted and fun um but the shepherd is the lamb and everything's broken and the kingdom are three songs like lyrical content wise were like i started praying once i heard them i was like geez louise like one of the songs was talking about uh when the kingdom comes fully about how much peace there will be and uh, he uses, he references the scripture that talks about we'll turn our um, turn our swords and spears into like plowshares, into into these, and basically we'll take these things that created division and harm and war, and they'll be fashioned into things that are good for cultivating and and building up and 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 uh, and, that, and that create moments of, of benefit for others through harvesting, you know, and it was a really pretty, like a really, I say use the word pretty, it's a very pretty, beautiful picture of what the kingdom of God fully coming. Now, we get to experience that as individuals, and I get, I think we get to see that in spurts, but when this whole world is finally reconciled to Jesus in its fullness, the amount of peace that we will know, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more aware of what God having his perfect will when the whole world is reconciled to him, what that looks like and what that means. I get to experience moments of peace, and I get to experience moments of joy, and I really do get get, get a lot of what the kingdom, joy, peace, his righteousness, I get to experience those things now, but the fullness of those things, ah, I can't wait, like I'm becoming more eager for those things, which is making me more excited about what I get to do here. You know, right here and right now, I get to be a representation of that everlasting kingdom in in these moments today. Jesus is the king. He is reigning now. But the fullness of his reign, uh, we have not seen. And But when we do, wow, it's going to be good. So, sorry I didn't mean to go down that trail. But, uh, but yeah, there is some, there's some good songs on there. And if you know me... Uh, you know I like ska bands, and so I'm a big uh, OC Supertones, Five Iron Frenzy. Um, the the alternate version of those would be like Less Than Jake. I used to listen to Less Than Jake all the time. I think I've even mentioned them on the show, but I've tried to basically all their stuff is about being depressed and drinking. So I had to transition from listening to them 
as much because of just their, their lyrical content. And, and again, I know why. When I listen to stuff like this, I, my faith is built. I feel more connected to God in, in a sense of like I'm more aware of Him and what He's doing. And these lyrics really help me, which is going on to say that the other group I was going to tell you about is, of course, Hillsong Worship has a song called New Wine that has just been very good for me in this season. You know, it seems like um, this song kind of talks about how, <clears throat> excuse me, that that there are these moments where if you, if God's doing something new in you, it, it comes with this discomfort. You know, it comes with those moments of, um, as in the song describes, these these crushing moments. You know, you have to crush the grape to get the juice out, right? You get these this imagery of the way God grows us and the way He changes us, and and then those new those new seasons where we're just more in love with God, more in love with the people around us and helping them experience God. Those moments come a lot of times through difficulty and pain. There's a crushing that has to to happen and. And the song just goes, you know, um, make me an offering, you know, make me a, make me this like wine offering, like in the Old Testament, you know, where they pour out wine as a as an offering to the Lord. Um, she says, you know, make me like that. Bring new wine out of me. Do something new in me, even if it takes that crushing and that pain. I want that, you know. And I have been in a season, uh, the last I don't know seven months or so, where I've just been so eager to let God change me and bring new stuff out of me. And I've experienced, I've had some really good encouragement from my friends here lately and some family members as well, just how they've encouraged me as to, we can see this in you and we're thankful for this in you. And it's just been so uh, humbling to me that God would even work in my life like that. You know, those moments where you you don't have to announce your change. That's how Jerry Vaughn, one of our overseers, says it all the time. He says, if you have to announce your change, you probably haven't. And when other people are announcing that, I see this in you, and, and you, you know it's happening, but we call it, you know, in the business world, you'd call it third-party credibility. You know, you, you get a third party in there that can bring credibility to what's happening. It just boosts you. You know, it, it brings you to a new place. So go check out New Wine. That whole album's good, but New Wine is very, very good. And I don't know that I've talked about Young and Free, their new album, uh, but since we're on the subject of um, Hillsong, Hillsong Young and Free, of course, has an album that just came out uh, this year as well, and um, it's just called Three, and it's got the three tick marks down it, but there are some amazing songs on here. Of course, again, I love pop music, so every little thing, you can hear this one, I told my uh, friend the other day that they definitely had their finger on the pulse of pop music for this album because this album is like so good. Just a little bit more because it's so good. Yeah. 
This is another one of those songs I listen to when I'm outside working and I'm just singing it to the top of my lungs and yeah, great song, great song. But there's a lot of good ones on here. Um, there's, I think, yeah, there's 17 songs on this album. So check it out. It's really good. If you like pop music, you'll love that album. Some really, really, really good, good stuff on there. Um, but anyway, that's Tunage. And I want to transition. I'm going to do our big thought, and then we'll kind of close up shop. But I thought I would talk about um, the idea, as I was talking about in the Unbelievable podcast, about how these guys would get, get together, and they'll talk about differing views of opinion, but they never actually end up fighting. They, they have arguments, you know, but they, they never end up attacking each other. They never end up getting in this fight. And I came up, I came up with, I, I sort of said this phrase the other day, I think while we were talking about leadership and talking about some different things, and I said, information will never hurt you. So it goes back to the old phrase, sticks and stones break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Now, of course, I believe in an emotional uh, and mental wounds that happen because of things people speak to you. But I will say, for the most part, hearing information should not harm you. Now, an attack or someone demeaning you is different than just information. That's, not, that's a personal thing. But when somebody just has information that's contrary to your belief system, I honestly just don't think it should be that big of a deal. Even if it's something that you believe is so off that, that you just think it's, this is the most insane thing that anybody could ever think, even if you think that way, it still should not harm you to hear it. And I think that for the most part, what we live in is kind of a culture that can't even hear other people's views or other people's information about what they're thinking or what they're... I mean, I see it in the, the church world. I see it all the time. In, in racial stuff, in politics, I see it all the time. It's amazing how quick people can get absolutely just offended, angry, and upset about what someone else thinks what someone else is thinking about, they'll say, you know, in the Christian world, if we don't believe these certain tenets of the faith. Now, I'm a person that comes from the belief that my theology will be processed over my life, which means there are some things I believe right now that I might not believe. Um, they're secondary things. Like, you know, what do I believe about speaking in tongues? Or what do I believe about giving? Or what do I believe about, you know, certain other issues that are in the church? Now, there are some things that I will never change my belief on. Of, of course, one of those being that Christ is foundational to my belief and that I believe God's his plan has revolved around Christ being revealed, him living, being crucified, being buried, being resurrected, and then ascending and sitting on the throne, the right hand of God. Like my whole belief system is on that. Now, my secondary beliefs, I can kind of, yeah, I can kind of go where I need to, you know, on those things. But if I'm listening to somebody, I heard a guy told me the other day he was a covenantalist, which means he believes that because he is a believer, his family will be saved. Okay. You know, he there's a scripture that talks a little bit about this, about when you, when you start trusting Jesus, when you are saved, stay in the place that you were when you were saved. So he's talking to, like, women who are married who have an unbelieving husband and talks about that. By the way you live, you'll end up sanctifying your husband. So I could see 
hear me, I could see where they get that thought from. And even if I didn't, is that information going to hurt me? I shared my opinion about it. You know, well, you know, I think everybody has to make their own response uh, to the gospel. But, I mean, he didn't, it didn't make me angry that he, he believed that way. I've had people tell me that they believe speaking in tongues doesn't exist. I've had people tell me that they believe everybody can speak in tongues. I've had some people tell me that only certain people can. I've had people tell me that they believe you're not filled with the Holy Spirit if you don't speak in tongues. But does that hurt me? No, it doesn't hurt me at all. Actually, I just think, okay, that's your, that's your view. Now, I have an opinion about that. And I want to share my opinion as well. You know, I'll, I'm a talker. I like to talk. I like to share what I think. Um, but in doing so, um, the only way this is going to hurt me is if you take a crowbar and smash me across the face with it. What you're saying does not hurt me. It does not make me frantic. It does not give me a panic attack. It does not give me this like, oh my God, this is detrimental to you. And if you don't change the way you think right now, you are going to end up losing everything. You're going to lose your life. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to make it in this world or whatever, or the next for that matter. I just, I don't know. I'm hopefully I'm leveling out in my attitude because I still care about my beliefs. And it is a lot of what I believe that I want other people to believe because I think it's good. You know, I think I think I have a good balance on things. But I think a lot of people think that way, you know. My belief is a better belief because I believe it and I, I can see the proofs of it or whatever. Um, but as far as having conversations, I'm not going to say and, and, and or believe and act upon that your belief makes you then a stupid person or makes you less than me or makes you any other myriad of things that people would think of people because they disagree with them. I just can't believe that person thinks that way. I just hate that phrase now. I just can't believe that person thinks that way. I was like, if we, if we inventoried your life right now, how many things would we say, I can't believe you feel that way or think that way? More than likely, there's a few. More than likely, in every person's life, there's a few things that the general public would be like, I can't believe that person thinks that way. Does that harm the other person? No. Now, of course, if you think things that are are harmful to yourself, I think that's different. But again, you sharing it with me doesn't hurt me. You sharing it with me doesn't like alter my reality. It just gives me an opportunity to respond. And uh, if you take my information and you think that it's good enough to trade your belief to my belief, cool. If not, cool. I mean, even talking to people about trusting Jesus, do I believe there's eternal ramifications for not trusting Jesus? Yes. But is me attacking them personally or demeaning them going to change their outlook on those things? I've never seen that work. Not one time. Not one time have I ever seen somebody go, oh, yeah, I mean, attacking me has made me now realize that I now want to change my belief to what your belief is. Absolutely not. Not one time have I ever seen that happen. Um, And so I just really want to encourage you, if you're listening to the podcast, you know, be a better listener. Be a better communicator of your belief in that you're communicating it in a way that helps that person realize they're respected, they're honored, and they're valued. Because I don't think anybody would trade their belief for your belief if they think that, because here's the thing, nobody who believes something is not also intertwining that into who they are, the fabric of who they are. So if you're a condemning, mean-spirited, disrespectful, uh, dishonoring, um, undervaluing person, I don't care what you believe. I don't want to be like you. 
So I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to take in what you say. You know, I'm not going to trade my belief for your belief because if you're a jerk, I don't care what you believe. If it makes you feel better or not, you're still a jerk. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're still a jerk, and your belief doesn't make you a non-jerk. You know, so um, just be a respectful person in conversations. Have good arguments, but uh, but never fight. Um, I don't. We're not called to fight for anything but our faith. I'm not supposed to be fighting anybody. In fact, the way Paul says it, it says our struggle, our fight is not with flesh and blood. My fight is not against people, and I'm not going to fight anybody. I can argue my belief, but I don't have to turn it into a fight. Personal attacks, demeaning people, disrespecting people, dishonoring people, devaluing people, I don't have to do that. Um, so anyway, just a little encouragement there. Well, as we close up shop, I uh, would once again, uh, as we talked about at the top of the show, Check out Wotown.store. You can help some kids go to school this year by supporting uh, them through purchasing a Jesus is Hope Haitian-inspired T-shirt. So make sure you go check that out. Look up, look out for new designs and stuff coming. I'll always mention those weekly on the podcast. And you can always go follow Wotown Creative at Wotown Creative on Instagram. You can check out our Facebook page as well. Always post stuff there. You can keep up with what's going on with the designs and then things that we're, we're doing as well, new stuff that's coming out, ideas we're, we're having. As it c- comes to the podcast, you can follow us at uh, me personally on Instagram and Twitter at It's John Fox, and you can check out the show uh, on It's John Fox Show at Twitter, and you can also follow the show page on Facebook at the It's John Fox Show you can leave us comments, let us know what's going on. If you ever have questions or comments or things you'd like to see on the show, you can send me an email at itsjohnfox at gmail.com. I think I have covered everything. I hope you have a tremendous whatever is coming next in your life. And, yeah, we'll see you back on the show next week. I'm Jonathan Fox, and this is the It's John Fox Show. <laughs>